Get the old chimney sweeper Make sure the chimney is clear Time to get humming Santa is coming I love this time of the year Welcome to another episode of Molly and Pete Save Christmas. This week we will break down the brand new Hallmark movie, Christmas at Pemberley Manor. It's their first movie of the season. First, first movie new movie of, of the 2018. season. 2018, all yeah. right. Exciting. So it stars a couple of Hallmark Christmas movie heavy hitters. Jessica Lone does. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> and Michael Rady. And we know both of these people from mm. Hallmark movies, but also from other things, too. Jessica was in the new Beverly Hills 90210. She's a singer. And I know Michael Rady from Unreal. You, There was something you had seen him. He was in, in that CBS show about the swingers. <laughs> oh, Swing Town. He was in Swing Town yeah. and the, uh, a couple of other more recent things. Yeah. So they're familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Though I had um, plastic surgery comes up frequently in these movies. And Jessica alone does his face looks... Weird, weirder than normal. Has she had something done? This mm-hmm. question has come up, not just from us, but people have messaged me about this. <laughs> <laughs> so he's cute and she is confusing looking to me. Like she looks confused or... She looks sort of like one of those, one of the the girls that are on the ESPN shows you watch. <laughs> <laughs> with one the, of the hair. fantasy football shows or any one of, of the, them 12 know, they... fantasy football shows i watch mm-hmm. she's pretty but she it looks fake i look at her face and i can't figure i'm trying to figure it out she's very likable yeah yeah and i thought no. I, I find him likable to, uh, as well yeah so uh this movie is, has a pride and prejudice line going throughout she's elizabeth bennett he's william darcy and their personalities match up with that classic novel Uh and um events in the in the movie as well so hallmark's getting a bit highbrow (laughs) here um so we see her at work in manhattan yeah i think i think so yep and she's at her office, and she has <laughs> another thing that they love are red and green folders and binders. She's really into binders, and the red binders for one thing, the green binders for another thing, the white binders for another thing. She's a party planner yeah. for a company called yeah. Lead Events. And her boss's name is Caroline, and she's very demanding. Mm-hmm. And um, Elizabeth stays more behind the scenes, and Caroline's more up front. The face she's of very, the company, yeah. you know, important to her. So she um, has kind of wrapped up everything for the season and is heading out on, it's a an event that she's planning for the company, but she's taking it on herself because she's doing it as a favor for a friend. So her friend, um, George, <laughs> is the mayor of Lambton, Connecticut. That's spelled L-A-M-B-T-O-N. Mm-hmm. It's not Lambton, <laughs> like I thought for most of the movie. It's Lambton, Connecticut, a small town, um, a small, very Christmassy town. And her friend George from college is the mayor, and they have a holiday event, village yeah. party festival thing yeah, festival every, every year. Yeah, every year. And she's it's his first year as mayor, and so she's agreed to help him out. Um, how would you describe George? George is a dweeb. <laughs> I called him a doof. <laughs> <laughs> is he a dweef? <laughs> He's a or dweef. A, a doob? No. <laughs> Well, we, he's wearing glasses, so we know that he's kind of nerdy. Yeah. Then in Hallmark movies, speak. It's just a nerdy. He's just like, 
yeah. spineless kind yeah. of. We also meet um, Michael Reedy's character, William Darcy, and um, he's getting in a helicopter, so we know he's important. <laughs> he's also a businessman in New York. Yeah. He's no. heading... Is he in New York? That's where his he starts out, right? Oh, I thought I thought the oh, company was I'm, in Seattle. Maybe the, maybe the sure. company was founded in Seattle. I remember I, something I'm in not, Seattle. I don't know. I, I trust I guess, you on this. No, but I, you, you wouldn't take a helicopter from, <laughs> Se- from Seattle to Lampton, Connecticut. So I think the company like was founded in Seattle, and I'm, then uh, you know it's branched out, and now it's in uh, Manhattan. I feel like that helicopter cost Hallmark a pretty penny. Too, those helicopter shots, don't you think? Did they shoot? They weren't in the helicopter, but they were getting, they like, like rented a helicopter and they were getting into it. It was a real helicopter. Yeah, but they didn't show it flying. <laughs> they were just, right? No. They, they just but got in the helicopter. They don't, sets are at a minimum in Hallmark movies. I mean, they're much more interested in like a ribbon around a candle than like a helicopter. <laughs> so, so um, William's getting into the helicopter because he's going to Lambton. To sell Pemberley Manor, which was a big house that belonged to his aunt and uncle, who passed away, and it, the board at, for the Darcy, Darcy fund, Holdings or whatever or foundation yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. has taken it over, and they had voted to sell it. And so he's got his new assistant Travis with him. How would you describe his assistant? <laughs> Travis Payne. <laughs> um, gay. <laughs> As we talked about, uh, Hallmark movies are very traditional. They follow traditional gender norms. Mm -hmm. Their audience may not reflect that, but that's how the movies are. This year, maybe they're branching out a little bit in divert, like they're becoming a little bit more diverse, but they have never, everyone is always straight. Mm -hmm. And the characters may not be, and we've got a great one here in Travis, the assistant. One of my favorite characters in a movie in a long time. (laughs) There's nothing straight about Travis, the assistant. Why can't that just be part of the movie? Why is Hallmark fighting against this so much? Just roll with it. You've got this great actor here. Let that be his thing. Mm -hmm. That would... 2019, Hallmark, if you're listening to me, 2019, bring Travis back in the lead. Travis is very nervous. This is... um, a stressful job, you know, like this is a very important person and he wants to do a good job. So Elizabeth has made it up to Lambton. She's with George and um, George's maybe assistant or just someone who works for his office who is helping with the planning. And she's like very organized and mm-hmm. has everything under control. George doesn't really know what's going on and um, she's going to help. Elizabeth and they're in line. So where you get coffee in Lambton is just this little like kiosk outside. Yeah, there's no coffee, coffee shop. shop. Yeah, no. yeah. You stand in line <laughs> at this yeah. like hot dog cart. Right. Thing. Like, yeah, you're getting a hot dog in New York. <laughs> so they're in line to get coffee, and Travis runs up frantic because he's got to get a cup of coffee for his boss, Mister Darcy, who had made a joke, an unfunny joke that his his job was on the line. He needed mm-hmm. this coffee, or his job was on the line. He pushes in front of everybody. And that makes Elizabeth Bennett in, stand in, up for the <laughs> in true Elizabeth Bennett form. Yes, go run over to the limo, knock on the on the window to roll it down, and they get into a fight with each other about. She how. says, "You can't treat your assistant like that. It's human, and you know he's a regular person, and mm-hmm. just can't be treating other people like that. Saying that they're going to get fired for not getting the right coffee or not getting coffee, and and it's yeah. ironic because her bosses." 
also, mean and pushy yeah. to her. Uh, but Darcy did say William, William, William Darcy. Mm-hmm. He did say that it would. It was a joke. It was a joke. I'm kind of awkward. He, and, he doesn't seem mean. And yeah, Travis, uh, you know, Travis is wound up really tight anyway, took mm-hmm. it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So Travis and Darcy head over to Pemberley Manor to check it out. And the caretaker is there, Christopher, who happens to be a chubby fellow with a white beard. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder how be. that's going to come. Christopher is very pushy about nostalgia and Christmas and... He's kind of passive aggressive about it. Like if you are not fully on board with Christmas, he's very judgy mm-hmm. about you. Yeah. We get this character regularly. Usually it's like a mother-in-law maybe or that they just can't understand why somebody wouldn't be into Christmas. So that's Christopher. Mm-hmm. And uh, William's taking a look at Pemberley Manor and he's reminiscing about that he would go there as a child with his aunt and uncle, but we're not getting much. He's pretty cold Mm -hmm. about it all, pretty shut off about it all. And they're selling it and somebody's going to build condos there, which is like, it's in like the middle of nowhere in Connecticut, like on like a a residential plot. Yeah. yeah. There's houses all over. And then (laughs) all of a sudden there's a big condo, like a big modern condo (laughs) building. Okay. Come up with another reason that you have to get rid of Pemberley Manor, not like you're going to build condos. Yeah. (laughs) But that's evil though. Building yeah, condos yeah, equals true. evil yeah. gentrification. Yeah. Yes, okay. So we we uh, we rejoin Elizabeth and George, and um, we're finding out that Elizabeth is looking for love. That that's what she's asked Santa for. So that's on her mind, and they're taking a look at the spot where the festival would be. And oh no. There has been a water main break. Oh, no. And there's a big hole. The gazebo's stuck in the hole. What are they going to do? Where is the festival in Lambton going to take place if it can't take place in, like, the town square? So she remembers driving by Pemberley Manor, and she doesn't know that Darcy owns that. Yeah, she just drove by mm-hmm. on her way into Lambton and saw, like, this beautiful old house. With, and Christopher you know, outside. Yeah, and thinking, like, oh, this is, what a beautiful area of this town i'm in george knows what's going on pemberley manor and he knows william darcy Mm -hmm. they had they were childhood friends yeah too and he knows that he's selling it and would like never agree to this so she you know comes with the idea let's host this at Pemberley Manor and George is like, oh no, yay, no, never gonna happen. He's just like, yeah, he just doesn't. He gives up at everything. He's not just like a dweef, but he is spineless, spineless, yeah. And he has a crush on Elizabeth Bennet, right? They had gone out. They had gone out on one date, and they had both agreed to be friends. (laughs) I'm not sure how mutual that (laughs) was. (laughs) We agreed to be friends. I don't think it was mutual at all. Um, so they go to Pemberley Manor and she talks to, she realizes like, oh no, William Darcy's who I had the fight, the limo fight with. Everyone in this movie is in a Hallmark movie except for Michael Rady. He has this very like mannered way of speaking. He's very serious and he's made some decisions with his character that I don't totally understand. He has, he is acting in one movie and everyone else <laughs> in this movie is acting in a different movie. <laughs> He's in a really serious drama that's kind of about childhood trauma. Yeah. And everyone else is in a Hallmark, Hallmark movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very awkward. It's like he kind of has a serial serial killer vibe yeah. to him because yeah. of that. Few words, doesn't open his mouth much, doesn't smile. So somehow they finagle like to 
they let the, I guess, like they all get together and they're scheming, meaning Elizabeth George and the assistant. To try to get the festival to take place at Pemberley. Yeah. So it seems like they reach out to the buyers and let them know that like the town is upset about this. And that makes its way to Christopher or Travis, or I guess Travis passes that along to Darcy that the buyers are concerned that the town is mad. So he's like, okay, as a sign of goodwill, as a show of goodwill to the town, I will let them have the festival in my front yard. (laughs) Right. So he agrees to it. They're short on time. There's one week to Christmas. That's when you plan a Christmas festival. Oh, was it a week? I thought it was like three or four days. It was less than a week, (laughs) but not a lot of time to put together a whole festival in a new location. This starts a week before Christmas, but it takes three or four days to get the paperwork to go through. So then we've just got a few days and they start setting it up. So what do they do? But they go shopping. So um, Elizabeth and William go shopping in the town. Again, we get tons of bags like with nothing in them or what are they buying like they were buying sweaters like what yeah. like you're buying yeah. a sweater from the gap a stack a of sweater boxes like wh- why do What's you need this there? for the they festival christmas lights in that yeah, <laughs> yeah. candy he's holding some candy canes but i think if you're if you're putting on a festival everything's big and you rent it and it's in like crates it's not like you're going to I don't know, the stationery store store and buying rubber stamps or something. Mm. I don't know, like, what they're buying. And once again, they don't have shopping bags. They have gift bags. (laughs) And they just keep shopping. And more and more and more these empty bags, they mush into the back of her, his car. I think it's his car, yeah. Because she doesn't have a car. So he, because she can't rent a car. So they have to use his car and driver, I guess. So, so much shopping. And during this time, while they're doing their shopping, they're kind of getting to know each other, mm-hmm. asking some personal details about, like, their, you know, history. And she knows a little bit about him because, you know, he's this billionaire. You know, this young billionaire owns a company. Uh, so she did some reading up on him to get some knowledge. And, you know, she found out that he dated two models. <laughs> I saw that you dated two models. Not at the same Not time. At the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So they're during this time where they're shopping, they're getting to they're getting to know each other a little bit better as well, and you can see their relationship kind of kindling. Yeah. The other thing that's happening is that Jane, George's assistant, and Travis were starting to see the love connection kindle between them. All right. Again, it doesn't work. Why can't they just be friends? Also, this is a would be a perfect opportunity to cast a guy as George's assistant and have a love connection between the two of them. Yeah. Come on, Hallmark, two you can do it. Two guys, you can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, not as progressive as we hope. But they really push this connection. I mean, nothing ever happens, but they really push this that they're like falling for each other. And you just, there's, I just was not feeling that. I will, I will say this is the first movie of the 2018 season. So, so we, we don't we, know. We don't what, know what yeah. lies ahead. There could be yeah. a, a blockbuster or <laughs> you know, something exciting happened uh, down the road. So they're starting to set up the festival and she gets a tree for inside Pemberley Manor and they decorate it together and um, they're listening to Christmas carols that from like a record player mm-hmm, that Christopher had, had dug used to up listen to yeah when he yeah. was a kid yeah like his aunt and uncle used to listen to the records yeah so he's now he's like letting his guard down a little bit more and um, opening up about what Christmases used to be like so you're getting the feeling that his dad was really hard on him his dad was really serious about business and it was always expected for him to take over the family business but maybe his aunt and uncle were a bit warmer and more um, 
motherly and fatherly mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, for and sure. It's filled that 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 needs. So Pemberley Manor means a lot to him because of that. Yeah, they show William and he's he's always doing some sort of business. He's in the office yeah. area where the record always player is. There's always some sort yeah. of paperwork and that's usually when the, you know, creepy Christopher always <laughs> kind of pops in unannounced, you know, hey, what are you doing? To, you know, offer him some sort of sage advice yeah. about the holiday and why it's important to, you know, like the season and yeah. With the importance judgy. of and the importance of Pemberley Manor to the history of the town. So it gets though a little too personal, and he abruptly ends the night, and um, she leaves, and so that's kind of upsetting to her. And she's talking to George about the next day, and this is a what's a one sided love triangle because George is like angling to get back with her, yeah, and she has no eyes for George. No, like he thinks that. He, I, in his mind, there is a chance of some sort of relationship yeah. with Elizabeth. Elizabeth doesn't look at him other than a friend from right. college and he, the she mayor that she that helps. Way, yeah, then. and yeah. she totally has eyes for William. Yeah. So she's asking him about William since they have some history, and he said that he's secretly charitable, that he makes lots of donations, that he's donated a lot to that town. And, um, but he, it's always anonymous mm-hmm. though. So she's out, um, working, just like alone working on setting up this festival, which is pretty rinky dink, I would say. Like right. she's had volunteers, but she's there just like doing the, like kind of moving packages around the Santa area. And it's, it's just sort of a small tree surrounded by a few little kiosks and like a Santa hut right, thing yeah. where they take pictures. It's like a, like a little Santa's village you would mm-hmm. see in the mall around where Santa, where kids go see Santa. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah in like, somebody's front yard. Pretty it's, small. It's rinky dink yeah. for sure. So he comes out and she's, she's sort of singing a song to herself. <laughs> And he's like, "Oh, you you know, you have you have a great voice." And she's like, "Oh, I you know, I like to stay behind the scenes these days and singing just helps relax me and I'm sort of stressed out about getting this done." He's like, "You know, what's another thing that would relax you? What would you be doing if you were just at home now?" And she's like, "Oh, I'd probably be baking some Christmas cookies." So they go inside to bake cookies and they have every ingredient <laughs> that you would need to make decorated gingerbread men. And she even says, "How did, I can't believe you had everything that we needed to make gingerbread men." He's like, "Oh, Christopher went out to do some shopping so we'd have anything that we would need. (laughs) Convenience. Her quote was, I can't believe you had all these ingredients laying around. (laughs) Um, And he tells her, you know, more about his childhood at Pemberley Manor and that his aunt and uncle used to give, take him for carriage rides, like behind the house and that they had found an old carriage and so lo and behold the next day he goes out to the garage and there's the carriage it just needs a little bit of work so he brings it out and he and elizabeth start like painting and fixing yeah. up the carriage needed a little white paint so the festival begins and it's a pretty small crowd now one thing we noticed that was one of my favorite things was that there's a pit bull at the festival so we are dog people and we have two pitties and I, I get really excited when there's a, a pit bull in like a commercial or a movie and so there was a person walking their their dog at the festival that's like the thing I remember most about this movie I know we, we you made me rewind it to see like did you see and it's pretty like it's it's small and Whenever there's a Christmas festival as part of a Hallmark movie, they always make a big deal that it's going to be like so huge, but it's always a really small crowd, yeah. and everyone acts really weird, and I always just feel like it's 
just like the production assistants or like anybody who's working on the movies like tells their like family like show hey, up for the scene hey come yeah. in we need some extras for this yeah because it's about it's like 12 to 15 people that show up for these like magnificent tree light these supposed yeah. magnificent tree lighting ceremonies and everyone's like 22 which i feel like it would be like parents and kids older people who live in lambton yeah like if you're 22 you may not live in lambton connecticut i don't think it's like a college town but that's like the age of like the production assistants yeah. and their friends hey you going to the festival no no that's lame <laughs> you mean that weird tree that's in the front yard <laughs> <laughs> Where they're going to build the condos? No. Um, <laughs> it's this festival is just like if we just made a festival, <laughs> like in our backyard, and just opened the gate. All right, who wants to come to our festival? So the next day, this was like the tree lighting, the first night of the festival, and the next day, uh oh, the the newspaper comes out. I don't know if it's a New York paper or a Connecticut paper, but it's this like the front page is this super long. Did you notice that how many words were mm-hmm. in this article? Ten thousand words on the Christmas <laughs> festival in Glamden, and-, <laughs> and that William Darcy was there with like he saved William Darcy saves saved the, the festival. festival. He had wanted to stay anonymous. He was, like, staying in his house most of the time. He was mm-hmm. reluctant to even go out and enjoy the festival. And Christopher was imploring him to, and um, Elizabeth was as well. And so he begrudgingly did, and then it made the front yeah. page of the paper. And I think I think Christopher, he was just so sick of seeing Christopher pop up. He said, <laughs> I got to get out of this house for a few minutes. Christopher's always popping up. I'm going to go out and enjoy the, the festival. Judging me. <laughs> Um, so this is not a good thing, but why? I, I believe just because he wants to remain anonymous, he doesn't yeah. like to or make it public that he was involved in, yeah. in you know, that this, he does this, things anonymously in, and and does this deal. I'm not sure about, mm-hmm. you know, I think just in general, he just likes to keep the, the low profile. So Elizabeth feels bad about this. And Caroline, her boss back in New York, catches wind of this. She sees the article and she's she's mad because she she didn't know that billionaire William Darcy was their client for this. She thought mm-hmm. it was just George the Doof. <laughs> so, um, is it a do for Doof? It's all, a it's doof, all of yeah. those things. So we see Caroline is mad, but we don't know. She's storming off. We're not sure what she's going to do about this. So now it's a daytime at the festival and, the best casting of the movie is Travis, the assistant, as an elf. He was, <laughs> this guy was born to play an elf. He's very elfish. And we've kind of talked about how he's like wound tightly. He's also a terrible assistant. Yeah. He's like disorganized. Yeah. He, does, he can't keep things straight. Like you think that William Darcy, you know, the multi billionaire businessman. She needs Jane. He need, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. He needs like Jane. He would, how did Travis. Yeah, how did he get this? How did he get this other than his charm? He's just bumbling. Yeah, he's just a bumbling. Yeah. Like, there's no way he would have like been able to get. I mean, that's like that job is for like a well organized person. He's better at just being an elf than being a personal assistant. Yeah. So he's elfing it up. The festival <laughs> seems to be a hit. And let's talk about now. I want to talk about scarves. There's a lot <laughs> of scarves in this movie. Everyone has a scarf. It was like, yeah, someone who worked in the movie was sent out to buy buy a scarf for everyone and just drape it around them. Everyone has a scarf draped around them. And they're not, again, it's those, these movies need like a handmade scarf feel to them. And these are just the worst, mm-hmm. cheapest, 
most synthetic, ugliest scarves. Like you're out on the town or something and you, you didn't really went out after work and all of a sudden it was like 70 degrees colder than you thought it was. So you stop in the <laughs> <laughs> you stop in the Walgreens, you know. You it's thought like, it was 80, but it was 10. <laughs> 20 degrees, whatever. You know, like, uh, it's like, oh my God, it's so cold. I need something to put on. Let me let me just jump in the convenience store and get whatever I can put around my neck. So all movie, I'm watching the scarves. And then <laughs> they go shopping again because they need more stuff. I don't mm-hmm. understand. They get more bags. And they're it's like nighttime. They're walking through the town. This is we as, as Elizabeth and William. And they stop in a store and lo and behold, she picks up a scarf to buy George for Christmas. I'm like, first of all, that shows no love interest in him to give him a scarf. Mm-hmm. But does he need a scarf? We have so many scarves already in this movie. Nobody needs another scarf. Or is it the perfect gift? They all love scarves. So... <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh-oh. Here comes Caroline. Boom, boom, boom. The villain of the movie <laughs> coming in to mess everything up. And yeah. she wants to take over because she wants to work with the Darcy Foundation to maybe like plan more events with them. Yeah. And she she's, doesn't want her, you know, she doesn't want Elizabeth representing them. She wants to right. do she's it. She's mad at Elizabeth for not yeah. telling her the you know, how monumental this could be for lead events working with the Darcy company. Yeah. She's there to salvage her company's reputation, which she's horrible. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've met people like this before where they're just like so brash and negative and you don't want to be around them. And And she has no sense of what's been happening in Lambden for the last few days. She doesn't, yeah. you know, she comes in here guns blazing, but really with no sense about what the tone of the festival is, the tone of how William is. She doesn't really know any of that. It just makes me mad that yeah. she can come in and do that. And um, they've pulled off this great festival and she has to come in. Like she makes everything sort of like faux fancy. Like she gets rid of anything that's cute and puts like silver table and she has, it's very like elegant then and they're still trying during over the course of these this time together they're still trying to convince darcy to not sell pemberley yeah. manor they're yeah. still thinking that like maybe you know he'll change his mind and you can tell that he if it was just up to him he would you know probably keep pemberley manor but it's the board's decision the board doesn't yeah. you know doesn't want to leave this pemberley manor with no vacant nobody's been in it for however long yeah so caroline is she's stepping in she's changing everything but the festival's going on like the festival's in the middle of it so it's like you could have gone on day one of the festival and come back on day three and it's totally different festival like right in the middle of everything she's changing it yeah and we mentioned the water main that's where the the, you know we had to change to Mm -hmm. pemberley but then we also had a santa emergency remember at some point there was a santa emergency in the festival yeah Santa, maybe Santa's wife was pregnant or and something, had, or so he couldn't show up. So, the, yeah. so Christopher, you know, the creepy Christopher with the white beard of Pemberley Manor, he got to play, he was going to be able to play Santa. I don't I think, think his wife had a baby. That was in something else we watched because it would be weird if it was like a really old guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess he's kind of old. <laughs> anyway, but you're well, right. No, but, but like, it could have been a young Santa that was just playing Santa yeah, in the festival. True. Christopher's old, yeah. certainly, but it could have been a young... Well, it could be old Santa with with young wife, yeah. too. Or, but whatever. <laughs> but Santa, like, Santa got sick. So a lot of things are going against the festival. Like, But Elizabeth is showing, you know, showing her worth 
that she can handle this. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the water main, boom, let's move it to Pemberley. Uh, Santa's sick, boom, or Santa cancels, boom, we'll get a new Santa. So she is she's handling this thing perfectly throughout and that's why when carolyn comes in to change everything it seems extra harsh yeah and she insert carolyn inserts herself like um william is wrapping gifts which yeah okay it's a sign that he's warming up to mm-hmm. christmas awkwardly wrapping gifts and she butts her way in he's taking like a carriage ride with elizabeth and caroline butts her way in and makes him like take the carriage ride with her and he hates you can tell that he hates her mm-hmm. and he doesn't want anything to do with her like she needs to realize that elizabeth is her asset and is going to get this close this client for her and just let elizabeth do her thing you know like reassure him like i'm here for anything that you need but don't butt in yeah. to it all. Yeah. So that night is the big concert and the carolers. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth was supposed to like have gone home. Like Caroline told her to to go home. And Caroline says, you know, this that their social media team had, <laughs> had their an, email. E- an email blast <laughs> yeah. and social media all day for this event and people were coming all the way from new york for this concert really there were like three people there yeah who what person from new york the hottest event of oh what's this email blast oh there's a there's a concert in lampton honey what do you say we this sounds like fun let's go so there's another complication and it turns out that jane comes in and says oh no the soloist has a sore throat who's going to take over you know i just said that that Elizabeth had gone home yet. She hasn't yet. Caroline asked her to go home next. She's still there, but she's been told to step mm, aside. Back. Yeah. Caroline's yeah. taking the lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Darcy suggests, Hey, you're a good singer. Why don't you step in and do the solo? Like there's not another person in the choir that can do it. It's just, it's weird to me. Like, obviously they're realizing that this actress can sing, yeah. but it's like the choir is singing and all of a sudden like the person who like organizes it just steps up and sings. It's weird. How, surely there's someone else. Or don't have a solo. Just have the, the Christmas the choir, carols. The choir, yeah. 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 I felt that was a bit overstepping and unnecessary just to showcase her vocal skills. So now Carolyn, like that was really one too far. So now Carolyn's like, get, get out, out of here. here. Go home. Yep. So Darcy just thinks that she's leaving and he's upset and so he pushes all the paperwork through to go forward with the cell and he's not going to save Pimberley Manor and he's just going to go back to New York and just go back to his like heartless ways. <laughs> but then she shows up to say goodbye and he's already left. He's heading to the helicopter. The festival is canceled. Everything is being dismantled and the sale is complete. She can't believe that this is happening. So she heads back to George's office and George thinks that, you know, like maybe He's tried to re, you know, he's trying to rekindle it with with yeah. her. He has no idea that there's no romantic thoughts in her mind. I think I'm going to ask her for that second date. And now he's realizing, like, oh, that's not that's not what's going to happen. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So George and Elizabeth and Jane all scheme to fix everything to save Pemberley Manor and to save the Christmas festival. We don't really know what they're doing. And then Travis is involved in it. So Darcy and Travis are waiting for the helicopter. They're sitting on the runway. Mm-hmm. The helicopter is warming up. They're sitting in the car. It's snowing. And Travis is texting with Jane that they're figuring out a way to solve this. And he's stalling Darcy, saying they can't take off because of the weather. And he buys them some time. And in the meantime, Elizabeth goes back and she's setting up the festival just by herself. Again, <laughs> yeah. it's not really that hard to do. And she gets some volunteers to show up to help her. And then Caroline shows up. And instead of being like, 
mad. Like she has been the whole time. All of a sudden, she's like nice about it all and fine with it all. Okay, like it's just yeah, everything's just forgot, like everything everything before is forgotten. Yeah, but this is because in the Hallmark movie, they're you know uh, 120 minutes long, and we are at minute 119. So yeah, we got to tie this up into a bow fast. in like 30 seconds. I also don't like the you know. There's a lot of talk about how this the festival saved Christmas for the town. Like Christmas wouldn't go on if they didn't have that <laughs> festival. They're putting a lot of pressure on this little, this tiny little festival that 10 people went to. So Travis is stalling and uh, Darcy's like kind of catching on to this. And it comes out that the sale is not complete because it's not ratified by the board yet. So it could be changed. Stop, There's yeah, an stopped. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Travis fesses up and says, oh, we're just trying to, we could take off any time. We're just trying to delay you. Elizabeth loves you. You love Elizabeth. You need to go to her. You need to keep Pemberley Manor and everyone will live happily ever after. And Darcy realizes this is all true and he can stop the sale and he can go back to the festival and Christmas and their relationship will be saved. So they now the snow is for real, and mm-hmm. they can't get out. They're like snowed they're in. Stuck. Their car is stuck. So they're trying to but like, it shovel like out. Flurries, but no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it and it was like, like a four wheel drive vehicle. It, it would like have a been serious uh, snowstorm. So out of uh, out of nowhere comes christopher to save the day. Now, weren't you fully expecting it to be like the carriage with the horses picking them yeah. up? Or reindeer a, yeah. or whatever. Like, no, he just shows up and then all of a sudden they are back, back at the at, festival. Back at, yeah, Pemberley. <laughs> it was like the horses weren't available that day. So, so now they're back. And uh, Christopher's role in this is that he knows that Elizabeth loves Darcy and is looking for love because he's Santa Claus and he got her letter about how she was looking for love and so he's giving elizabeth her christmas present so darcy and christopher and the whole gang travis shows up for jane everyone's back at the festival and uh uh-oh another complication the local here's the here's where the baby came into it it wasn't santa (laughs) oh that's right it was the local weather or the local anchor man was gonna read the night before christmas and but his wife went into labor and so he couldn't he couldn't be there so oh could william darcy step in and do it and he does I appreciated that uh, little touch because a lo- having a local a- news anchor reading yeah. the Twas the Night Before Christmas, I feel that's very accurate. <laughs> it seems like something a local anchor would do <laughs> in Lambton. Now, does Lambton have an old time like person who's been there for a long time, or is it like this is just a stopping point where you move on to you know you move on to like New Haven or right, something? Yeah, they probably have the old white guy who sticks there forever, and then there's and like then someone the young younger girl that comes or something. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the co-anchor. Spends yeah. her time there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they announced that the sale, Darcy announced that the sale is off for Pimbley Manor. Yay. And Darcy and Elizabeth kiss. So now it's time for Naughty and Nice, where we pick the best and the worst of the episode, put them on our naughty or nice list. And Pete has naughty this week. And naughty would be Elizabeth's boss. Caroline from Lead Events for coming in at the last minute and trying to change everything for the worse. And nice is the pit bull at the festival. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, overall, I feel like strong start. I'm hoping for some goofier moments, though. This is a little bit serious. Christmas joy that's coming up this week is, looks good. I'm excited for that one. And uh, we will be back with more episodes. Disco.